All right, pop quiz for our uh, teenagers here, all right? And you say, Pastor Henry, we're not in school. This is a school break. There ought not to be a pop quiz. All right, our text for tonight, and uh, I believe I have it up here, Lord willing, if this will work correctly. Yeah, there we go, great. And you see it there, First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 17. It's three words, teenagers. You finish it for me. I'll give you the first one. Here we go. Pray. <laughs> That's, oh. Pastor Tony, we know what we're preaching on Sunday morning in Sunday school now, don't we? All right, let's try this again, okay? Let's pray, and then there's two words, all right? Okay, maybe you can look real quick. First, I was looking at 517. We got this. Teenagers, here we go. Pray. Excellent, good. You guys are second chance people. Good job. Well done. I love that encouragement, don't you? Uh, what is it really? Uh, we've heard it preached many times, and you have certainly considered it and, and contemplated it. It's a call to do what? Develop a habit in our lives of praying and not to break that habit. Now, some of us, as we head into the new year, there's some habits that we want to break. There's some things we want to change. Uh, you may make a so-called resolution about it, or whatever the case may be. Paul is encouraging you and I here, what? Pray without ceasing. Develop a habit. Literally, it's the idea of continually being in a spirit of prayer. As you mature in the spiritual walk, as you grow as a believer, the fact is this, you learn that prayer is a vital part, not just of every day, but it is a vital part of every moment. To be able to pray every day, to be able to pray every moment, to, to, at any given time, to cry out to God or to praise God, whatever the case may be, that is a great privilege and a learned aspect of the Christian life. It's part of our development. Can I remind you tonight, hey, young people, would you listen up? Again, it's going to be a different kind of uh, rest of the service here, so please listen up. Can I remind you that prayer is more, much more, than just asking for something? Prayer is the means of communing with God, fellowshipping with Him. It is the means of drawing near unto God in a very unique way. It is the means of uh, temporarily escaping this earth in our thoughts and our hearts. Uh, spending time with him for just a, a small time every day. It, it is the means, certainly, by, by which we let our requests and our supplications be made known unto him. It's, it's the means also by which we exalt and glorify God, offering praise to him. And it is the means by which you and I fulfill the command of scriptures to think on heavenly things. There's nothing that translates us to heaven like the word of God in praying to God. It takes us heavenly mindset or imparts that to us. May I also tell you prayer tonight is the means by which we promise things to God. We commit things to God. We dedicate things to God. It is a form of worship and a form of relationship building. Simply stated, if we were just to boil it down and say it's one little thing, boy, prayer is the Christian's lifeline here on earth. It is the chosen means, not by you and I, but by God, that we do so much in this relationship we have with God. Now, what's interesting about it, and as demonstrated in the Psalms and other passages down through the, the years also in experiential religion, the Jews, uh, they have often taken their prayers and put them to music. And it, it's one of the un most unique studies of the Jewish religion and how they do that. In the book of Psalms, they use much, and even much of the, the, the prophets' writings and things like that. Uh, 
One of my favorites is the song that was sung by Moses and the children of Israel. You remember what happened? They, they, they came through the Red Sea on dry land and, and they looked back and that Red Sea, boy, uh, it, it, it swallowed up the Egyptians. God delivered them and, and uh, on this side of that shore, on this side of that Red Sea, uh, they broke out into song, the Bible tells us. I like what Exodus chapter 15 and verse number 1 says. It says simply this, Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. Now one of the things I love about this, don't miss it tonight, they not only sang about the Lord, and you can go back and read Exodus 15, it goes through about verse 19, and then Marion and the ladies jump in with a couple verses there of their own song that echoes what Moses and the children of Israel's song says. But I want you to see tonight, do not miss this. Their song was a song about the Lord and all that he had done, but their song was also to the Lord. They addressed him in the prayer. They, they sang to God. And, and in some aspects, you could say there was a prayer in there on one level or another. Many of the Psalms, as I st- stated a minute ago, are, are prayer set to music. The word prayer is used some 32 times in the book of Psalms. In fact, there's a word in the Hebrew used throughout Psalm that is tied to prayers. And often the Jews would take those uh, songs and put them to music. The book of Habakkuk, we saw that, has some musical connotation to it. And yet it is a prayer of Habakkuk. And yet it would seem that uh, it, it was in the form of a song in one way or another. The saints of the New Testament, they sang, they sang often, and when they sang, their songs and their prayers were often coupled together. You know the, these statements, uh, from there you're familiar with them, you know them well. James chapter 5 and verse 13, notice what it says, Is any among you afflicted, let him pray. Is any merry, let him sing songs. Uh, we know well of the story in Acts chapter 16 and Paul and Silas at midnight. Paul and Silas prayed. And what else did they do? They sang praises unto God and, and the prisoners heard them, the Bible tells us. We could go on and on. Whenever the New Testament believers got together and there's much instruction not only of singing and songs of praise and, and even, in a sense, putting our prayers in, into song form, there was much praying and much singing that went together. And it continues today. If you had ever taken the moment to scan through your hymn book, you will find that that poetry that is set to music is often prayers. The heart cry of a believer, of someone who has been moved to cry out to God in one way or the other. Oh, yes, there are many hymns of praise and talking of the goodness of God, but there are also many hymns that are simply prayers offered to God. Upon closer inspection, you would have to say that, boy, many of our familiar hymns are clearly prayers offered up to God. So tonight, I want to challenge you. Tonight, as we've gathered here this evening, we're on the threshold of a new year. Uh, there's some of us who are over the hill uh, that we maybe thought we'd never see 2022. It's sometimes hard to say, isn't it? But here we are, right on the cusp. And I think it would be right and good to allow some saints of old to lead us in a prayer meeting. Yet it is a rather unique prayer meeting, if I could put it that way. We want to consider and think on the words written and put to music as hymns. We're going to sing these hymns this evening as a prayer to our God. I want to challenge you. 
Here we are in a, a Wednesday, bookend by holidays, and certainly uh, you've come through much, much festivities and, and times of uh, enjoyment with family. Maybe you have some ahead here that you're looking forward to, but here we are on Wednesday night, just a few days removed from 2022, and you and I have the opportunity tonight to come away from the world, and I trust you and I will sing some hymns tonight that are worded in such a way as prayers. And I want to challenge you tonight as we sing them, would you meditate? Would you contemplate and think about the very words you're singing? Reflect on what these songs say. And uh, here's the, the reality of it. As you offer your song, yes, your song of prayer to God in heaven this evening, aren't you grateful that God not only hears our prayers, but He hears our songs? There's a God in heaven that I love the terminology is presented with inhabiting our praise. Enjoying it, reveling in it, accepting our praise and our prayers. So tonight, I want you to sing these prayers to him. Here we are, we're gathered, and however many there are of us, I, I don't want you to sing for a neighbor. I, I don't want you to sing for pastor, and I, I don't want you to sing for me. I, I want this to be between you and your God. As you sing these hymns tonight, I want you to think about the words. Young people, could I challenge you? Don't, don't just sing to get to the next verse. You, you sing because you want to sing for your Lord. You know, praise and honor Him, and you want to offer some of these prayers. And so tonight, I'll, I'll challenge you about some prayers we want to offer as we head into 2022. The first would simply be this. I, I, we want to offer uh, the prayer of renewed consecration and commitment to our Lord and Savior. In other words, it's a renewing to God. God, I, I, I'm going to consecrate myself to you this year. Maybe some things slipped this past year. Maybe I let up in some areas in my life. But God, I, I want to be for you, all for you. And, and it was Fanny Crosby who summed it up the best, didn't she? She said this, and she simply wrote in a prayer to God, I am thine, O Lord. Would you say that tonight? Would you pray that tonight in, in the form of a song? Would you say to God, God, head into 2022, I want to be yours. I, I am thine, O Lord. I'm not mine own. I don't belong to the devil or anybody else. I am thine, O Lord. And would you think of these words that Fanny Crosby penned as we turn and sing hymn number 314, uh, I am thine, O Lord. Sing it from your hearts tonight. You can stay seated. I am thine, O Lord, I have heard thy voice and it told thy love to me. But I long to rise in the arms of faith and be closer drawn to thee. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up with the steadfast hope, and my will be lost in thine. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast 
that third verse as our last oh the pure delight of a single hour on the third oh the pure delight of a single hour that before thy throne i spend when i kneel in prayer and with thee my god i commune as friend with friend draw me Blessed Lord, to the cross where Thou hast died. Draw me nearer, 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 blessed Lord, to Thy precious bleeding that prayer to uh, our God of renewed consecration commitment. I, I would say number two, and, and I encourage you, as we sing the songs, let me back up. Um, uh, young people, I encourage you, focus on the Lord. Uh, picture Him. If it helps, it helps me because I can be ADHD. It helps me sometimes to close my eyes as I sing, especially the parts that you know well. And uh, just sing to your Lord. Let him hear it tonight, your prayer of offering. Consecration, yes, but you see this. Number two, I would encourage you to offer the prayer of renewed refreshment in his word during this upcoming year. Lord, I'm going to be renewed in my commitment to study your word to be in your truth, to, to read it daily, maybe multiple times a day, to, to glean much from it. And it's a prayer, don't miss this, it's a prayer and a promise. It's a prayer asking God, open my eyes, teach me from thy word. Every time that I open it up, uh, I, w- would you allow the Holy Spirit to open my eyes? And then secondly, it's a promise on our part. Lord, I promise to eat it daily, often, frequently. It's a prayer for spiritual growth, for Christ to feed us regularly on his word. You know, I, our youngest, Ryan, in three, almost four here in a couple days, he, uh, he has learned from the older boys how to be hungry 30 minutes after the last meal. It's not unusual after we've cleaned up dishes and all of a sudden you hear, Dada, I'm hungry. Mama, I'm hungry. You know, this year, upcoming it may be that some of us as Christians need to learn again to cry out to God, God, I'm hungry. God, teach me something from your word. Help me to dig in it daily. Father, would, would you feed me? I, I like what the hymnists say. It's a little lesser known hymn. I believe Pastor Aaron has led us in singing it, but yet it might be new to some of us, in which the author says this, don't miss it. Oh, send thy spirit, Lord, now unto me that he may touch my eyes and make me see. Show me the truth concealed within thy word, and in thy book revealed I see the Lord. And that makes a great prayer. Open my eyes to the truth within your words. I read it today. And Lord, may I, may I just see you in your word. It's a great prayer as we head into a new year, and I hope it's your prayer tonight and for this new year. To word that prayer, to sing it unto the Lord, we'll turn to hymn number 176, Break Thou the Bread of Life. We'll sing all four verses.
At its break, the loaves beside the it we just sing it together we just sing the the key ingredient to what's going on here you know the the holy spirit what pastor just said the holy spirit does illuminate his word for us but there's a condition we are to desire and pant after the word of god we just sang it my spirit pants for thee so are we singing the truth tonight the challenge on that second verse bless thou the truth bless thou the truth dear lord to to me these first two prayers, we want to offer a third, and I simply would word it this way. Let's offer our prayer for further illumination, spiritual illumination, His guidance and direction in our lives, His will uh, to find and follow in all things. It, it really builds on the last one, right? That, that okay, Lord, I, I realize that the number one place that I need to be is in Your Word daily, and uh, Lord, help me to love Your Word, help me to break that bread of life on a daily basis, and now this adds something to it because the Holy Spirit can illuminate us in many different ways, can lead and direct and guide and at times uh, certainly from the Word of God as we study it in messages and sermons we hear and uh, maybe in a conversation with a fellow believer, the Lord can open our eyes to something. I'm amazed and we'll talk, uh, see an illustration of it, an example. I, I'm amazed at how often a hymnist uh, was led to write a hymn based on a conversation with someone else. Or based on just hearing somebody say something, and, a, and not a sermon per se, or a, a preaching, but they heard something, and the Lord used that to impress it. My goodness, isn't the Lord good when He illumines us from very basic things? Opens our eyes. 
So this is a prayer. God, help me illumine me this year. Open my eyes to see you at work, to see truth where you would have me. I, the, the hymnist of old, and we'll sing it here in just a moment. The hymnist of old, he captured it well. She, excuse me, she captured it well when she wrote this. Silently now I wait for thee. Ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my eyes, illumine me, spirit divine. Man, isn't it wonderful when God opens your heart and your mind to truth? Whether from his word or preaching or again from a conversation, whatever the case may be, or just simply in your life. I I can't tell you the times that my heart has been touched when God opened my eyes to see him at work in a way I didn't see before. When I saw his hand moving and I hadn't seen it before, I hadn't seen what he was doing, but boy, when that moment came and he illuminated me to the reality of what he was doing, oh my goodness, what a great God we serve. So tonight we want to sing and word that prayer through the hymn, simply entitled, Open My Eyes That I May See. It's hymn number 163, if you'd like to turn to it. We'll read or sing all three verses. Open my eyes that I may see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Place in my hands the wonderful key that shall unclasp and set me free. Silently now I wait for thee, ready last verse because it talks about the outcome of being in God's word and the spirit illuminating us. What does it say? Let me bear gladly the warm truth everywhere. That should be our natural outcropping of our seeking after the word of God is sharing that with other people as well. On the last verse together. Open my mouth and let me bear gladly the warm truth Open my heart and let me prepare Love with thy children thus to share Silently now I wait for thee Ready, my God, thy will to see Open my heart to
want to offer a prayer for renewed consecration, commitment, for renewed refreshment in His Word this upcoming year, and then also, as we just sung about, for further spiritual illumination. And to that, we would add this prayer. We want to offer our prayer for renewed commitment, and uh, we'll go to here, renewed commitment to prayer in the upcoming year. We know well that just like any relationship, this spiritual relationship with God, it takes two. It takes time and moments of communication both ways. We know very well from His Word that God has promised to meet us in prayer, but reality is this, so often He is left wanting there. He is present, but we are not. Too often we lose sight of the one simple truth that the hymnist repeated so often for us. You remember it? Hymnist just simply said this, I must tell Jesus. I must tell Jesus. All of my troubles, all of my trials, all of my temptations, all my cares and all my sorrows, and He will help me over the world, the victory to win. And part of that verse, or that chorus, I love it. It is a vivid reminder. I cannot bear this alone. My friend, some of us tried during periods of time in 2021 to go it alone. We were reminded vividly that we cannot bear this alone. That's why I love the hymn that we'll sing here in a moment. Because not only, not only is it telling me that I need God desperately every day throughout this year, but it's also a reminder to my own heart that I cannot bear my burdens alone and I don't have to. I don't have to. There's a God in heaven who wants me to spend time in prayer with Him. So let's sing it. It isn't necessarily a prayer to Jesus or to God, but it is certainly a reminder for you and I that we ought to pray often. We'll sing hymn number 344. Uh, I must tell Jesus hymn or verses 1, 2, and 4. I must tell Jesus all of my trials. I cannot bear these burdens alone. In my distress, He kindly will help me. He ever loves and cares for His own. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, I can tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, Jesus can help me, Jesus alone. I must tell Jesus all of my troubles, He is a kind, compassionate friend. If I but ask Him, He will troubles quickly and end. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, I cannot bear my burdens alone. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, Jesus can help me, Jesus alone last verse together. 
Oh, how the world to evil allures me. Oh, how my heart is tempted to sin. I must tell Jesus, and he will help me. Over the world, the victory to win. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus. I cannot bear my burdens alone. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, Jesus can help me, Jesus alone. I'll tell you if those last two phrases are your conviction. Jesus can help me, Jesus alone. That will revolutionize your prayer time. You truly have that conviction. If you truly believe it, Jesus can help me. Jesus alone. Would you this year, would you make a renewed commitment to your prayer time and crying out to him and doing just what we sing about? I'd also add another prayer that we ought to offer here for 2022 is simply this. We, tonight we want to offer our prayer for God to fan the flames of personal evangelism in our lives for 2022. See, it's easy. It's easy for the passions of our life to wane and dry up. It's, it's easy to become consumed with living our own lives and thinking little about those around us uh, while our passions fade. Our Lord said this, Sufficient for the day is the evil thereof. And with that being true, it is easy to let day slip into the day and today and so forth without the thought of the passion that we need to share with our Lord. You cannot read the Gospels without coming to the conclusion that Jesus Christ had a passion for souls. My friend, it is easy to allow that passion to wane. It is easy to get caught up and consumed, as I just stated, with life and so forth. And yet the reality is this, you and I both know. There may be just a few weeks, there may be just a few months, there may just be simply one year, 2022, that stands between some people and hell. Jesus Christ returns this year, my friend. There will be a lot who go into the tribulation, face judgment for sin that falls upon this world, and they will end up in a place called hell in the lake of fire forever. It is a right and good prayer for you and I this evening. Say, God, would you, would you lay some soul upon my heart? Would you love that soul through me or our prayer should be for 2022 taken from that hymn we'll sing here give me a passion for souls dear lord a passion to save the lost as we sing it would you pray it do you ensure you're praying from the heart that god would do just that as we turn to hymn number 306 a passion for souls we'll sing verses one and three Let's go ahead and stand for this one. We've been sitting for a while. 306. Give me a passion for souls, dear Lord, a passion to save the lost. Oh, that thy love were by all adored and welcomed at any cost. Jesus, I long, I long to be winning men who are lost and constantly sinning 
Shall this passion for souls be mine? Lord, make thou the answer clear. Help me to throw out the old lifeline to those who are struggling here. Jesus, I long, I long to be winning men who are lost and constantly sinning. Oh, may this be seated. Next, we want to offer uh, our prayer in which we offer our lives in sacrifice to Him and His will. It is truly a prayer of sacrifice, knowing the life which I now live, I live by the grace of the Son of God. It is not my life, it has been bought with a price. We are determined as we go into 2022 that henceforth I should not live unto myself, but unto him who loves me more than any other and who died for me. It's a prayer to God. Say, God, I want to sacrifice daily for you. And whatever that means, I want to sacrifice for you daily who ultimately sacrificed for me. We ought to desire. And I say, what does that look like? We ought to desire to make 2022 the year in which we live for him more than we ever have. I'll sacrifice more. I'll give up more. I'll, I'll do more. I'll, I'll expend more. Whatever it is, I will do that. 2022 ought to be also the year in which you and I make him the Lord of our life more than he has ever been and in more areas than he has ever been. All right, Lord, 2022 is the time that I give you this area and this thing in my life that I've held on to, that I have remained myself, the, the Lord, the dictator of that. Lord, I give it to you this year. I, I want this year to be a year where you have more of me. I, I'm going to put more on the altar. And that old hymn, we're not going to sing that one. That old hymn is you're all on the altar. In response to that, honestly, I, I think we could often sing so, uh, hymns and some ask a question. They pose a challenge to you and I, and then there's other hymns that answer that. And if we were to sing, and if I were to pose to you this question, is you're all on the altar. And maybe you say, you know, Lord, it wasn't all on the altar in 2021, but in 2022, I want it to be. We might answer it this way and with this hymn that we're going to sing. It's one of my favorite. Take my life. And let it be. Consecrated Lord to thee. And then the hymn goes on, if you remember. Take my hands. Take my feet. Take my lips. Take my words. Take my wealth. Let it be. Consecrated to thee. But I sure hope that you and I, not only tonight, but in the days ahead as we go into 2022, that this hymn would honestly be a prayer we utter Frequently and often, but more importantly, from the heart. Let's turn, if you will, hymn number 393, Take My Life and Let It Be. We'll sing all four verses together. Take my life and let it be Consecrated, Lord, to Thee 
Friends, I don't know. You can't sing that last verse without it hitting your heart if you truly mean it. Uh, It's been a song that has been near and dear to me for years. I remember different times in my life where I surrendered different things, whether that be ministry or other things. And I I remember this song has just constantly been there reminding me. And I love the the progression. You, You can yield your hands. You can yield your voice. You can yield your feet. You can yield your lips. But it really comes down to that last verse, doesn't it? Take my love, my God. At thy feet I pour. My friend, when he has your love, he'll have everything else. He'll have it all. You'll sing the rest of the song. And, and yet, I'll, I'll tell you, I, uh, you sing the rest of that last verse, and I will ever only be for thee. And boy, that's convicting. I sing, and I think of areas in my life that maybe I, or times that I haven't been ever only all for thee. But here's reality. So we think of those times. You know what? 2022 has yet to be written. 2022 has yet to be written. And right now, if you make it your prayer and your dedication and your commitment, I take my life and let it be, it can be. It can be. I'd add one final prayer for us as we head into 2022, as we think about it for us to offer. And we would add to that offer of sacrifice uh, uh, embodied by take my life and let it be. We'd add to that a prayer of offering for total and complete surrender to God's will and way. We don't know. In fact, it's been crazy the last week or so thinking about what next year is going to hold whether it be inflation, whether it be COVID, whatever it is. We don't know. And the fact is we don't know what 2022 is going to hold for all of us here. Some 
will face tragedy. 2021 was certainly that way. I, I encourage you, as we prayed earlier, pray for the Yeoman's family. I mean, they lost both of their mothers within three weeks. It's a tough time. Some here, I, I don't know who's going to face tragedy. I, I don't know who's going to face triumph this year. I, I don't know for who you're going to have victory upon victory, and there's going to be great triumph. I, I, I don't know who's going to face great trials this year. I don't know who will get the dreaded phone call. You have cancer or you have some other health issue, whatever the case may be. You've lost your job, whatever the case. I, I don't know who will do that. I, I, I don't know who will face great temptation. Certainly we'll all face it, but there will be some here in our midst that will likely face some great temptation. I don't know who that is. I, I don't know who will face death. It is not a thought we like to dwell on, but reality is with a church our size, it's, there's a good chance that between this year and next year, someone will have gone home from our assembly to be with our Lord. I, I don't know who that is. I, I don't know any of these things, but there is one thing that we can know and we can trust in is this simply, his way is best. His way is best. We say it often. We don't know what the future holds. We know who holds the future. And we rest in that. And as we rest in that, we can pray to our God and ask Him to have His own way. Lord, have Your way. Your will. As the prayer in Matthew chapter 6 says, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy will be done. Have your way, not partially, not sometimes and not other times and uh, not in some areas, but not others. I, I like that term. Absolutely. The, the hymnist nailed it. I, I love it when the hymnists understand that there are some things that have to be concrete, clear with no exception. And this is what the hymnist wrote. Uh, she gave these words to our prayer. She said this, have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Hold o'er my being absolute sway yeah i love that would you look at me for a second everybody would you just give me your attention just for a moment young people for many of us whether we're married or whether maybe there's a dating engaged couple here whatever the case may be your spouse holds sway over you okay and in uh, terminology, too, maybe when a, a young couple just starting to get going and, and we'll say, ooh, she has him wrapped around his little, her little finger. We might say that about some husbands, amen. That's not a bad thing. That, that's holding sway. My question is this. When we sing it here in just a moment, does God hold absolute sway over you? That influence, that impact, and boy, God says it, ooh. That holds something over me. Absolute sway. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. What, what led this lady to write this hymn? Well, the author, her name was Adelaide Pollard. She was just a, a normal Christian. She was born here in the Midwest. She was actually born in Iowa in the early 1900s, actually late 1800s. She dedicated her life to serving the Lord, and she very much lived out the hymn she would go on to write. Yet her, her, her life was quite interesting, specifically more her death. 
She died in 1934. She was traveling to New York City or somewhere in the New York area for some religious meetings around Christmas times. And as she did, she uh, was pulling in. I believe she was on a subway or something to that effect or a train station there in New York. And as she, she uh, pulled in, it wouldn't have been a subway. That was a dumb comment. Uh, <laughs> late 1800s. <laughs> That's terrible. Forgive my idiocracy there. Um, so uh, it was a train. She was pulling into the train station there in New York. And as she did, um, uh, she began feeling uncomfortable and pain and so forth. And lo and behold, very quickly, very soon, uh, she became very sickly, very ill, rushed to the hospital, and she died. Serving the Lord. I mean, she was on her way to religious meetings and at church services and things like that to be a blessing. She helped out evangelists and things like that. And, and you think, well, my goodness, why? 1934, why did she? Uh, boy, she had no clue. She was going to New York. And they came to find out she had a ruptured appendix. She died. Yet here is the author of a song entitled simply this, Have Thine Own Way. Back in 1902, some 32 years earlier, Miss Pollard, she had attended a prayer meeting. And as they had gathered as saints to pray, there's uh, folks of all ages, but there were some senior saints there, and there was a little old lady, a uh, sweet lady, and, and uh, she participated in that prayer meeting and as she prayed she merely made this statement in her prayers she prayed to god it really doesn't matter what you do with us lord just have your way with our lives and in it was it just smote adelaide pollard's heart she understand the, the trust, the faith that was inherent to it, the reality of the Lord. Your way is best. And, and so after hearing that, uh, it inspired Pollard. She went home that night. She, she immediately thought of the, the story of the potter in Jeremiah chapter 18 and verse 3. And as she sat down before she went to bed, she wrote out all four stanzas of have thine own way, including stanza number one, which you're familiar with, which simply says this, have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will. While I am waiting, yielded and still. My friend, could I encourage you tonight? There is no greater prayer heading into this next year than to just step back every day. Lord, have your way. Have thine own way. And I love the emphasis here. Mold me, make me after thy will. I'm waiting on you. I'm yielded to you. And I am still. Would you join me in standing? We're going to turn to hymn number 388. We'll be done this evening. And we'll finish up with this hymn, this prayer. We'll sing all four verses of Have Thine Own Way. When we get to the fourth verse, I, I'd encourage it. You probably know it. It'll be up here. I, I'd encourage you to sing to heaven. If that means with lifted up head, singing the God, you do that. We're, we're here to sing for the Lord tonight. The pianos will drop out, and you and I will finish with just a simple prayer to God of Have Thine Own Way as we enter 2022. Thank you for coming tonight. And I trust as we gather back on Sunday, we'll be ready to start out the new year ready for God to do great things, praying to that end. It's not going to happen accidentally. It's not going to happen by uh, chance. No, 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 it will happen by you and I praying for it. You know what was amazing? God said about the new church, you have not because you ask not.
What are we praying for this year? What do we want God to do in our midst, in our lives, and in our families? Would you pray about it? I trust tonight you have. So we've sung these hymns of prayers. And let's sing together, Have Thine Own Way. Sing those first three together. When we get down to the fourth, the pianos will drop out. We'll sing that a cappella on that first verse. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. And make me after thy will. And try me, Master, today. Whiter than snow, Lord, wash me just now, as in thy presence humbly I bow. Have thine own be our desire as we go from this place. Lord, I want Jesus Christ shining through me in all that I do. Amen. You're dismissed.